read your snap if you need to. It's going to be a video. It's okay. That's fine. Cheers. Beautiful. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the John Sandwich Show. I am John Mann, and to my right is Miss Mary. Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. Uh, we are doing things a little bit differently right now. Our live stream is going to consist of just John and Mary, um, Eric and John. We are in a state that shelter in place is heavily um, and strictly enforced. Yeah. So the podcast of the John Sandwich Show is going to change a little bit. So live streams are for uh, Mary and I. You guys are just going to have to get sick of me, I guess. Yeah. You know, let's get sick of uh, Mary Murphy and demand a little bit of, of John and Eric. Yeah. But until then, this is what you get. You get John, man, and Mary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we needed to come on so I could flip out, basically, and have somebody listen to me. Yeah. Mary is not in a good mood right now. Just to let everybody know, Mary is not in a good mood. Uh, she just listened to Trump's press conference. Yeah. And she is a small business owner. And things are not looking good. So things are really not good for small ind independent business owners. Um, and things aren't really good for people who are 1099 contractors right now either. Uh, fortunately, I have a savings, so we're going to be fine for a little bit. But um, especially with the extension through the end of April, um, 1099 and independent contractors can't do unemployment, which is totally fine. We don't pay into that. That's why mm -hmm. most small businesses have that savings in place and kind of a backup plan. Well, normally that plan is in the event of you can't work, you break your arm, but you're able to go back in, you know, two to three weeks. Um, or, you know, you have, a, we have a bunch of insurances in place that cover things. Well, right now as a small business owner, independent contractor, I cannot draw from unemployment, which is fine for what I just stated. I, my insurance does not cover pandemics or government shutdowns and 90% of the insurances don't out there. So if there is any small businesses or 1099 um, contractors out there, please don't make your insurance claim until you talk to your insurance agent. Because if you do and you get denied, it's still a claim on your policy and your insurance may go up from it. Man, that is so messed up there in so many ways. Because as this, what pisses me off most as... Um, someone that used to own a small business, right? And someone that is slightly into politics. Everyone always says the backbone of America is the small business. Oh, I haven't even got started yet. Oh, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know you haven't got started yet. But what pisses me off is everyone always says the backbone of America is a small business. And right now, small business is getting fucked oh we're totally oh i'm okay so live it i'm three weeks without work right now they i'm a salon they shut me down i'm in washington state and i'm going on three weeks without working totally fine 
I had money to cover those, you know, uh, I'm self-employed. Mary, Mary does our finances and she is very good at saving money and walking to go, go. Thank you for listening to the stream. Um, so anyway, you know, you have enough set aside that you're still going to be able to pay bills and shit for a minute. But here's the thing. So this big, huge stimulus package just got approved Friday, right? For, mm -hmm. And it's supposed to be helping small businesses. It's supposed to be so great. So right now, I cannot even apply for that $600 a week that you all are going to get on top of your unemployment for three weeks. I will not even be eligible for another three weeks. So the $600, what are you talking about? Extra. So right now, anybody on unemployment is going to get an extra $600 a week from the federal government. On top of the stimulus package? On top of the stimulus package. So someone that... Really? Yeah. So someone that was getting just $600 a week now gets $1,200 a week? Yeah. On top of the stimulus package? On top. Wow. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So the stimulus package is really great for anybody that's been employed. However, so being a small business, I can't even apply for that for three fucking weeks. So, so unemployment, unemployment people, they're getting like $600 a week. So they just doubled the unemployment amount. So you, no matter what, get $600 a week in unemployment right now. Mm -hmm. So... Um, the other only option we have as small businesses right now are loans, which they're saying, quote unquote, you guys can't see me, so you can't see my sass, um, that we're only going to have to pay back what we didn't use for business purposes, which means it's going to be a paperwork nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, there's no grants. The only thing out there right now is loans that have interest rates on them. It, it like literally small business right now is getting totally fucked. So can everybody please shelter in place, stay home so that all of us that are small businesses can go back to work at some point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, and I love you dearly and I love your industry dearly. And I am seeing this firsthand because I am, I'm with you. But what most people might not realize is your hairdressers, your cosmetologists, your barbers, your tattoo artists, your piercers, estheticians, your, your eyelash girl, exactly your nails, hair, like everything is shut down. And this everything. is a big, big, big industry. Well, it's not even it goes beyond us. Yeah. Like the, I also freelance for a product line. Yeah, I'm laid off from that. So I'm seeing large product lines go out. I literally saw a distributor last week terminate all of their sales reps and close their stores indefinitely. We're talking a supply house like um, it, it's kind of like a Sally's, but it's for professional um, products for anybody that's listening that doesn't know the logistics of it. So literally it goes all the way up. Yeah. And that's nuts. Like in this company that you're talking about, they were a big West Coast company. Yeah. They, I mean, they're an independent West Coast company, but they had big lines. I mean, they had like yeah. Davines and, yeah. um, you know, Numa and Xenogen and uh, GHD, uh, like Q or G or GQ. I'm sorry, not GHD. That's different. Supply House. But um, 
some major professional brands and they have closed their stores indefinitely and terminated all of their sales reps. So it's not just all the stylists out there, which by the way, um, hairstylists, 80% of the industry is self-employed. So when you're looking at that and it's insane. So there, there's no help for us right now. There's no relief. There's no end in sight. Um, by, you know, let's say we get through the end of April, which is fine. Like I believe in flattening the curve and I, totally think everybody needs to stay home and i think this virus is very serious but i also think that waiting three weeks to get any assistance is at this point so i'll be five weeks six weeks out by the time i can get any assistance at all yeah and you have to think about like the small business side of things like people people that own or run a five or one to ten person salon Mm mm-hmm you know, that's what is really affecting. Like these mm-hmm. big, big companies, they'll be able to close the salon and open up yeah. another one somewhere down yeah. the road. Yeah. But like the local business that is running one to 10 people, maybe mm-hmm. one to 20 people. Yeah. Well, let's just say 20 people. Well, and especially, you know? um, so a lot of salons, I don't know the statistics and I probably should have pulled them up. I'm sorry um, that I didn't. But a lot of the structured salons right now, like nobody really wants to be employed. Like that's not a thing for hairdressers. Like we're kind of, which is our own fault. I'm really learning some lessons right now with the structure of my business and insurance and things like that. And I'm learning the hard way. But so most of the times when you have a salon and this isn't in all cases, but it's very common, um, you rent out those stations and each person is an independent business within that business okay so those salons that have 10 girls under them say that five of them just didn't have any savings and cannot pay their rent at all and they're like i'm out that may that big salon that maybe had 10 girls in it now may not be able to pay their rent so are you talking about like booth rentals yeah so like booth rental yeah so booth rental people they're independent so they would they they would be like me. So they would have their own business license, carry their own insurance, mm-hmm. carry their own products. Da, 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 da. Then you have commission oh. salon. The commission girls are able to get unemployment, but the owner of that salon is in the same boat as me right now, where they can't get shit mm-hmm. without taking out SBA uh, loans. That's very interesting. So even booth rentals, and I I would say like like you said, eighty percent of like. Like I'm trying not to at say least co- West Coast. I, I'm not trying to say cosmetologist because it's like it's almost like a kind of like a dirty word. Because uh, you- yeah, I don't know if they really care at this point. Like I, it's been very generalized because we had like the whole barber cosmetologist battle. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think anybody performing personal services, how's that? Because that that includes your tattoo artist, your yeah, okay, you know that that sort of thing. As yeah, well. and I'm and I'm assuming tattoo artists kind of work in the same way with booth rentals. They rent their booth. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really know how like their business structure is. All right. All right. So let's just say it does. Okay. All right, and like this tattoo owner shop has John Sandwich just for fun john yeah. sandwich tattoo okay and they have a shop that says john sandwich tattoo but each booth is rented from somebody who is their own independent business. and they are all independently mm-hmm. run they may work underneath this structure mm-hmm. but they are all uh, all un- independently run yeah 
so the main the biggest problem is now that we've talked about the financial um hardship that businesses are truly facing is so let, i'm gonna put tattoo shops and cosmetologists estheticians any anybody that does a personal service nail um, shops nail, nail, yep, uh, yep. nail artists um the true problem now is is we literally are trained in infectious disease control like that's part of our licensing yeah but what is happening right now is people are taking the risk and doing home hair home tattoos home nails because they there's no assistance out there um i think for as a general rule like the industry's been really good and really came together but you have those people that are just desperate i mean if you're a single mom and you got three kids at home and I'm three weeks into not working, mm-hmm. what, what do you do? So then it's just compounding the problem with the virus, right? Because yeah. there's no, there's no help for them. No, there's really not. So you have, so is there help for the bigger companies? Uh, Kind of. It, it really has to do with like those loans um, that I was talking about, the SBA loans. Which now I, it's still a little unclear to me, so I I don't know how accurate this is. But from my understanding, you take out the loan, and then the government's going to reimburse you upon receipts for business expenses to keep your employees on. So like you can um you can show your payroll, and then you submit that into the government. So like these loans are specifically made for businesses that have employees, not for sole prop people that may not have employees. No. Like you make a good fair amount of money by yourself as a sole prop. Yeah. And none of this applies to you because you do not employ employees. No. So you are kind of just washed underneath the bridge because one person doesn't matter to the whole five to 50 or 50 to 100 type business structure. Yeah, but 70% of the West Coast is independent contractors, sole proprietors for hairstylists. And that's a lot. Well, and that's the thing. And that's what is really hard is if 70% of hairdressers, barbers, nail salons, I'm sure it goes up with nail salons and stuff. Nail salons kind of, they play a whole different um, statistic into that. I don't like doing nail salons into that because uh, that's a whole nother subject matter. So so I'll just keep it with barbers, hairdressers, cosmetologists and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Salons. We'll just call it salons. 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 Um, So if 70% of salons are independently run with five or less employees, would you say? Yeah. So if 70% of the salons... No, 70% of them are independent contractors. So it could still be okay, like a, okay. a 20-chair salon, just their booth rental. So each of them are independent. Got you. So booth rentals are all independent. So each booth rental, which booth rental is a huge business right now. So booth rental, so that's your salon suites. That's your big salons that rent out chairs. Like it's... So each individual is their own company. Yeah. So really the only commission salons you see, it's pretty rare to see um, like a regular person that owns a commission salon. So most of the times when you get into commission salons, they're big corporations. 
Mm-hmm. So like uh, Gene Regis. Norris, Regis, uh, great clips, sports clips, Master Cuts, okay. JC Penney's. They're franchises, big corporations. Yeah, but you're like, like Studio Ten on the corner. Um, would most likely be um a booth rental. Pretty rare that they're commissioned. There might be a mix of booth rental commission. You probably will have a couple hourly employees that are like receptionists, and those guys would be all fine. But as an employer, you're still basically right now with these loans and the way this bill is, you still need to cover their wages with the SBA loans. And then you have to submit all of that to the government, which God knows how long it will take the government to pay those loans. Because they're doing it through your banks. Yeah, it, it's a shit storm. Right, so my question for is, businesses right now. So my question is, since every business, 70% of businesses are either booth rental or, or suites or suites mm-hmm. how are they differentiating the salon suite owner or the booth rental owner they're not we're all the same you are all the same all the same so the owner might get a perk but the suite renters will so the not owner will only get a perk that will help um, cover their rent, which hopefully that owner would then in turn cover their rent mm-hmm. if they want to take on that responsibility of having to figure out how to get reimbursed by the government. Yeah. Um, because right now the 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 renters, the owners, they're relying upon the, suites and yeah. booth rentals to yeah. pay. It's not like they're making their hundreds business, of thousands of dollars off of us. Their business is the rental of their chair and the rental of their suite. Exactly. So they're not in the cosmetology business. They are Some in the are, rental. But... Well, yeah. But in general, they are in the rental of that space business. Right. So if we can't pay, they go out of business. So they may get a little bit of assistance, but it's going to be a nightmare logistically to get reimbursed for any of that. And then you're at a 4%, which is a good interest rate for a business loan, I will say. But then you're responsible for that money until you can get refunded by the government. So is there really any? Okay. So there's nothing. There is nothing. There's nothing. That's what I'm trying to tell you. There is fucking nothing. Our savings account. That's it. So 70% of cosmetologists out there right now are relying upon their savings account. Their savings account. That's it. Even being a small business owner. Even being a small business owner. Having hundreds of clients, thousands of clients a year. Mm-hmm. And what the federal government, and to this point, the local government, is you're not big enough? Is, is, that, is that what you kind of hear? No, so we're at the local government. It's because we don't play into unemployment which is fine like we know that as stylists like we plan for that that's why a lot of us have savings but when you're told by your government to shut down i feel like they should do something for you like if i broke my leg i would not be bitching right now that's my fucking problem you know i chose to be that's why i have a savings is Mm -hmm. because i i can't claim unemployment because I don't pay into it, which is fine. I don't expect that. But if you have an employee, you are mandated to pay their L&I. Mm-hmm. But you pay taxes just like everyone else taxes. I pay, pay. federal taxes, but I don't pay state. Yes, you do. Unemploy- no, I don't. I just do uh, B&O tax at the state level. 
business and operating taxes. This like so I don't pay state tax, but you do. Business and operating tax is your state tax. So that's all based off of my retail. Mm -hmm. So that's how much am I taking in off of my retail products? So you pay two different types of taxes. You pay your retail tax and your business and operating tax, which there is state. Um, like with my former business, I never paid that. I don't sell retail, right? In my old business, I didn't sell retail, but I was still mandated to file in case I went over their their grant per like mm -hmm. period, right? So I would have to pay state tax. So businesses still have to pay state tax. I don't know. It's a shit show. I'm literally. So anyway, with the president saying that our mandates are going to stay in fact through the end of April, totally fine. It is what it is. I want to flatten the curve. I want. I don't want hundreds of thousands yeah. of people to die either. Yeah. But being in a state where it got hit first, like it's really frustrating. And then our disaster unemployment, which would open it up for us independent contractors, just barely got approved by the president and our governor and the president. I'm not even a political fucking person. I registered to vote for the first time in my life two weeks ago, folks. Yeah. So just whatever it is, you can take it the grain of salt. Our president and our governor are at like a full out um, war. They're fighting with each other right now. Yeah, they are. Well, because you got a uh, hardcore Democrat versus a hardcore self-proclaimed god yeah but i mean either whichever one you like you're not you don't feel confident with the outcome in our state because it's like yeah you know i may like inslee for taking decisive action but i don't feel confident that we have the things because trump's there or i may be a trump supporter but i also know that you know, he's not talking to Inslee. So is our, 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 is our state actually getting what we need? You know? Yeah. Financially, I don't know if it is. I don't, it's not. That's why the disaster unemployment didn't get approved. Yeah. He only approved half of it. And, you know, it's unfortunate because we're a big state and we got hit first. Like we're totally getting screwed. But part of the problem is, is we were the whistleblowers, really. And saying, like, no, this is here and it's serious. Like, we shut down before the rest of the country did. And we've yeah. been shut down. And we've been social distancing. And I don't know. No, I, absolutely. I absolutely agree. And, like, the thing that kind of scares me the most is we are Washington State doing things in baby steps. Mm-hmm. Like, just shut the shit down, man. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like we just need to shut everything down. Like, everyone stay indoors. Yeah. Three weeks. That's we, it. We're we, done. we will give you tickets. Every single Washingtonian will have a ticket in the mail. And that's when you could shop for groceries for the week. You have one day a week to shop for groceries. Mm -hmm. That's what Lake Stevens is doing. Yeah, that is what Lake Stevens is doing. They're doing it by last name. Mm-hmm. We're not going to give away your secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I, I, I feel like, but the thing is, like, even if you do that, like, that hardcore, 
there are still people coming into Washington State. We are still a free United States. We haven't closed down the borders. I think you just need to close down the borders. Honestly, I'd say close down the borders to, for fucking six months. I let, agree. Let no one in here. Mm-hmm. Even if we have the virus contained mm-hmm. within ourselves, mm-hmm. let no one else in here. At least our economy would be okay. Our economy will be fine. I don't know. I almost feel like we should Europe this in each state for themselves because that's kind of what it seems like right now. That is exactly what's going well, on. Well, because they keep saying like government or local government enforced, federally supported. So it's like, you know what? Each governor needs to fucking just lock it down. Yeah. Well, that and, you know, it doesn't help when our governor and the president have a tiffy fight, you know, about whose dick is bigger. It's pretty bad right now. It, it really is bad. It is. If you saw today, you would have been like, oh, my God, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are we going to die because we live in Washington right now? Yeah, well, that's that's how our president feels. Our president is a fucking egomaniac piece of shit. Donald Trump. Two big middle fingers to you. And I just, I don't understand how people can support him. His ratings are up. His approvals are up. I know how people can support him. We watched the, a video, a video about it. What last night about how presidential speeches are? Yeah. Getting dumber. Yeah. You know, and they apply to the people that are voting for him. The people that are voting for him. That's how. I literally, I want to move. Where do you want to move to? I don't, I don't know. I need to like research this shit out. Like honestly, like if you, like where do you want to move? Like out of country, out of state, like where do you want to move to? I think out of country. Yeah. Like where out of country? Just, just to be curious, just to have a little bit of fun. Well, obviously Ireland, but I mean, I don't know what their government's like at all. No, no, I like their climate. Uh, apparently, it's just <laughs> yeah. just like the Pacific Northwest. So uh, um, they, like, they love potatoes even more than I do, and <laughs> I can get down yeah. with a love of potatoes. And they like booze. And they like booze. Like th- those are my th- three favorite things: rainy weather, potatoes, and booze. Yeah, and I mean, my wife. My wife is fourth. I know. I don't know. I've always been like so proud to be an American, but right now I am not proud to be an American. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that, though. We're in the mo- like one of the most liberal states you can be in. And yet, you still don't feel like we're doing a good enough job. No. Because we're not. Mm-mm. And you know what the problem is? Hmm. We've watched way too much Star Trek. People are watching Star Wars everywhere, mm-hmm. and they feel like Washington is like the utopia. Yeah. You know, be, be, because they're used to this galaxy far, far away. But I don't know. Even the new... Uh, spoiler alert, folks. Um, even the new Picard, though, they are having government issues. It, they are, but they work through it. Yeah, but I think we're always going to... There's always going to be some sort of... I don't know. I give up. I don't know, I I feel like, you know, what happened is the human race got too big for itself. I agree. You know, instead of, like, providing for your family, you're now providing for your family 
You're providing for the status quo. You're providing what Dick and Jane might think of you. Mm -hmm. You're providing for the average Joe. You are providing for, you know, like what your neighbors think of you. Like you're providing for this, this big, this big, huge picture that at the end of the day, like doesn't matter, doesn't matter to anything. Yeah, I think we've been pretty good about that. Like you and I, and I don't mean that holier than thou. I think that's just because I'm a fucking money hoarder. Um, I mean, but we're, I'm seeing girls in this because I'm in, you know, these groups, I'm in this mm -hmm. national group. I'm in a worldwide group and I'm in a local group, like a Washington local group. And, and then you're also in a Disney group. Yeah, but the Disney group doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit don't matter yeah. for what I'm trying to say. And uh, literally, people's lives are being destroyed right now. Mm -hmm. Destroyed. Yeah. Like, like we're not too many weeks away from people not being able to eat. Well, it like like yeah. independent businesses. Yeah. Well, do you feel like the whole notion of keeping up with the Joneses? Like, like think about that. Keeping up with the Joneses. We all know what that means. The keeping up with the okay. Joneses. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you feel like that lifelong, like until now, let's just say like three weeks ago, until now, that lifelong dream of keeping up with the Joneses, having what everybody else has, like this super materialistic society, capitalistic society, like what has that done to us? Like I'm a victim of it, mm -hmm. but keeping up with the Joneses. You want what someone else doesn't have. You want what someone else has. Yeah, you're 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 worse at it than I am. Well, I I, I wouldn't say I'm a Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses, I'm I'm more of my own personal. Keep up with my like keep up with my own personal Joneses. Like no one else has what I have. Like I have a I have a I have a fucking theater in my house. No one else that I know have that. But I am like my own personal critic of a Jones. I am my own Jones. Does that make sense? So John wants to be Jones. <laughs> let, me, let me just clarify. We're not. We live in Washington State, which is, I think, third most expensive in the country, right? It's uh, New York, San Fran. New York, San Fran, LA. We, we're in the top 10. Like, we're definitely top five. Top five most expensive places yeah. to live. Yeah. So we when we have a theater, it's not like what you guys are picturing. We aren't in, like, a mansion. Oh, no, 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 no. So we're in a what eleven hundred square foot house. A rambler. A ra we're in a rambler. I mean, we're definitely we're in like a budget situation. Um, we have one car payment. We have no. Well, we're gonna have debt, but we have no debt. Um, you know. So yes, he has a theater in there, but it's definitely been saved up for. So you don't put. You're not a Jones in the sense of you don't put yourself in debt to have things. Yeah. Like, we definitely, it's definitely, like, if we like, don't have I'm, cash in hand to buy it, we don't buy it. Like, I'm not going to go buy a boat. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I am definitely, I personally, right now, am not definitely keeping up with the Joneses. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. But a lot of Americans are. It's true. It, it It's really true. And I don't know. 
I think in this situation, I don't know. I think a lot of people just are paycheck to paycheck, especially this area. It's hard. You know, it's hard to be like, oh, it's, you know, because we have a few people in our personal life that um, definitely do keep up the Joneses, right? Yeah. Um, but this area is so hard because it is so expensive to live. I mean, even minimum wage here barely pays rent. Yeah. So this area, you know, especially if you got to the point of actually being able to open up your own salon and you may just be getting by, but at least you're making it happen. And then you get told by your government to shut down. Like that's a huge fucking blow. Uh, That is a huge blow. I don't know. I don't know. Shit, shit's weird in the world right now. Um, it's weird. That's for sure. It is, you know. But do you feel like we're gonna come, come out better than, better than what we were before? Uh, financially, economically, health-wise, better people, spiritually, emotionally, like what do you what do you want to know? Like there's just so All many of the above. Like like, let's just say like um, not financially. Let's just say spiritually. Like not, not I'm not saying God-wise or faith-wise, but like the realizing what's important. Like humanity, humanity, humanity. Do you feel like humanity is going to come out better than what it was? I hope so. I hope so. I really, really hope so. But I'm seeing the best and the worst right now. I'm seeing people really pull together for people. And I'm seeing people being shady and every man for themselves. So, yeah, I mean, you, you are still seeing salons open right now. Well, a few. Yeah. But I mean, I'm seeing people report those people. And when you right now in Washington state, if you are still practicing hair, which I have not done hair in three weeks. Three weeks. Three three weeks. Three weeks. I I haven't been employed since I was 14 years old. I'm 32 years old. For all but two years of that, I had two jobs. So this is definitely an adjustment for me. I definitely um, tie my value and my worth to my ability to provide for my family. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so if you are practicing right now in Washington State, if you're doing hair... It is $5,000 fine, a misdemeanor. You lose your business license and your salon license. That's a hefty fine. But people are so desperate. They are still taking the risk. What does it take to get back your license? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't, I mean, I obviously haven't done hair and I'm not willing to do hair. So, um, I, I haven't looked like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you can even get it back. Like, um, it's been a while since I taught, so I don't know what happens if you lose your license. Like, if you have to do more hours than take state boards. I don't know if you have to do, like, appeals. And it's a misdemeanor. Like, it goes yeah. on your... I've had plenty of those. Yeah, but misdemeanor as an adult is different than <laughs> misdemeanor as a child. True. I've had a couple misdemeanors as an adult. Five years? Is that what it takes for him? Well, uh, usually if you're an adult, it stays on there forever. Okay. Um. So I I don't. This says it's not like your credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
it's tough though, but people do gotta live though, right? And and that's what's that's what's hard. Is people still have to live. Like, how are they going to do that? Like, obviously, there's no state support right now. There's no federal support. Okay, right so now. let's say I had no savings at all. Yeah, let's just say that. Like, like run me through what someone that is working right now in like full blown uncompliance of what the governor is saying. Like, what is going through their mind? Like, I'm going to lose everything. Yeah. Um, like literally be homeless. Like I have a girl. I don't know. I might get emotional about it. Um, Get emotional. I mean, think about it. Okay, so even a studio fucking apartment here is fifteen hundred dollars. My salon rent is sixteen hundred dollars. So what is that? Thirty-two. Thirty-one hundred dollars. Thirty-one hundred dollars. Okay, that is just rent you still got to have a place to work when you go back Mm -hmm. you can't just close up shop otherwise you're going to be unemployed for the rest of your life i mean you'll have to actually get a job job that you're not going to make as much money Mm -hmm. or you're going to have to find a new place to rent then you fucked over that landlord which this is a close-knit industry so you're talking thirty one hundred dollars a month before car payment before food before electricity before gas before anything so really before your own personal rent for your own home yeah well that's like studio apartment and a rent okay okay oh yeah okay yeah. so, so i mean let's just blanket a thing like five grand a month let's that's being so com- conservative mm-hmm. that these independent businesses all of a sudden have absolutely no income so let's even say that they had ten fifteen thousand dollars in the bank you got three months Three months, yeah. Okay, but now let's say that they have to pay their employees, too. Yeah. I don't so know. So are, are any of these state and federal regulations, are they at least giving you money to pay your employees? You have to take the loan. So it's a loan to pay your employees. From the SBA. And then you mm-hmm. have to prove that you paid your employees. Mm-hmm. You submit that into the government, and then they pay off your loan. But you have to pay the loan and the interest until the government pays. So let's say it takes them a year Mm -hmm. to pay that. You have to pay that interest for a year and the payment. Look at right now. They passed the bill Friday. I can't even apply for six weeks. Yeah. Or three weeks. I'm sorry. Not six weeks. Three weeks. I can't even get any assistance for three weeks, and I've already been off for three weeks. Yeah. So you're going to be off for six weeks before you can even apply to get any relief or assistance. Yeah. And I'm sure that's putting like your industry, your whole industry, this service slash tattoo slash nails slash cosmetology slash like this. There's a big service in this, you know? Yeah. Like so putting, I give it, would you say hundreds of thousands? thousands yeah, yeah, millions oh, sure. of people um i give it another week and salons start closing like for good for good for good for good for good i mean like like l- let's just be real with me like you and i like we are a couple we're married we're we're partners in crime when we've done everything together how long before you close your salon down yes we have a savings but how long um shit I mean, honestly, like I'm thinking about it now. 
Um, you know, I'm, I, I would like to say we're open May. There's, you know, it scares me when the president says through April and our governor has been like three steps ahead of him the whole time. So what scares me is that it's going to go past April. That it's like, why not just close now and then I can find somewhere to booth rent or go. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's scary. You know, I have money, but like for me, I'm paying rent on this building, right? I'm getting absolutely no assistance. I can't apply for any of the things that just passed in that bill on Friday mm-hmm. for another three weeks. I've been out of work for three weeks. Plus, I mean, again, I'm paying $1,600 a month and I'm got, that's low for what I yeah. have. Like well, my salon and, is a low like, budget salon. I will say this, like compared to a lot of people, we have a significant savings. Yeah. Like you and I, we have a significant savings. Yes. But uh, we're we're talking about um, small businesses and how this is affecting them in this COVID nineteen crisis. In this crisis, we live in uh, the Pacific Northwest, Washington State, right now. Yeah. So just to recap, um, I'm a, a sole proprietor. I have a little studio salon, and um, I can't even apply for the unemployment assistance that helps sole props and gig workers for another three weeks. I've already been off for three weeks. Okay, so you totally, you know, San Francisco's pretty close to be like our same timeline. Um, and the only thing available right now is SBA loans, which you still have to pay back and list. It, it's kind of, you'll have to go back and listen later, but um, basically it's a grant basis and you have to prove to the government that you paid your employees and blah, blah, blah. So, but you still have to pay the interest on that until the government will pay that back. Oh, you did. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it really is really a shitty situation. I'm so grateful I have a savings account. But I mean, I literally have a girl that works in the same building as me. She's got three kids and she's worked really fucking hard. And she she makes probably more money than oh, you. Oh, she makes way more money than I do. Way more money. But she also has three kids. Yeah. She works seven days a week. Mm-hmm. She's there before you are every single day. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, it, it definitely sucks. I mean, I, I'm going to be fine. I'm just, it's hard not to be empathetic. And um, I'm on these hairdressing pages and it, it's, it's so sad. It is because, you know, like you and I, we work together. Like we started off really, really poor when we first got together. Yeah. And we learned the value of the dollar very, very right. quickly. And we learned how to save our money. Mostly you learned how to save our money. Yeah. So we're yeah. we're going to weather the storm just fine no matter what. But I mean, people that I love and care about aren't. And you're right. A lot of small businesses aren't going to open back up. I mean, my favorite lunch spot, I doubt they're going to open back up. Two of my favorite lunch yeah. spots. You know. Well, the thing is, and it's tough because... What's going on right now is, do they really care about the small business? I don't think they do. They are looking at big business bailouts and not looking at the small business bailouts. The small businesses, like, I'm sorry, everyone, like, all these governors and fucking politicians always say the backbone of this country is small business. And they are right. They are right. The backbone of this country is small business. But the thing that they're wrong about is they don't give small business enough leeway, enough benefits, enough credit, 
Nothing. To make their small business keep going no. in a fucking crisis. No. Like, we are in a fucking crisis, and our unemployment rate are, is 33 fucking percent right now. It's got to be higher than that. Well, that, that that was like three days ago. Okay. I'm like, it's got to be higher. Three, four, five days ago. I but, know but more the people is, unemployed right now than not. How many people of those are from small business that will never fucking recover? What about that business owner that will never recover? It sucks. You know, it really sucks. And uh, it sucks. Um, the person that said they're from San Francisco, are you still on here? Yeah, it's the... I got right there. I heard that you guys were at work when they came and told you shelter in place. Like it was basically like go home right now. Is that accurate? I want to make sure that um well not make sure, but I feel like that was a thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. sad, man. The thing is, like <sighs> what the government needs to do right now is fuck the corporations. Yeah. They'll you know, be fine. They'll be fine. Amazon right now, like Amazon right now, is hiring a hundred thousand employees. Walmart right now is hiring a hundred and fifty thousand employees. Yeah, at fifteen dollars an hour. Fifteen dollars an hour does not pay. Yeah, even my rent. Exactly. But what they're doing, they are benefiting from this crisis. Guess who's not? Small business. Yeah, no. Okay, so it's not a donation to pay his employees. It's a donation to help people's affected by this. So instead of him donating the money, which, I don't know, I go back and forth on this because he did ask for, okay, so this is kind of how it all went down. And I, I don't know my feeling on it. Well, I don't think it's okay. He's asking people for donations. but He shouldn't be asking people for no, donations. No, he shouldn't. But he pledged a lot of money to the city of Seattle, like specifically by his corporate offices to help those small businesses stay open. Well, everybody in the counties around it, um, let's see, were you the one in San Francisco? Yeah. Okay. So you'll yeah. kind of get this. Like you have this, the city proper of San Francisco, right? And then you have all the counties all around it. Um, so Seattle proper is in King County. Well, mm -hmm. people in Snohomish, which is like 10 minutes from there. And people in um, Pierce all started applying for those grants because there is nothing for small businesses. Mm -hmm. And there hasn't been for until Friday. Again, we ain't getting it for another three weeks. So he like pledged this money and so many people were applying that he started asking for donations to try to help those people out too, which I feel like he's rich enough. He well, and this is where we should tax big business because this would have been a tax write off for him. Well, yeah. And that and. Jeff Bezos always said, like, he said, only in the union district of mm -hmm. Seattle, mm -hmm. only the businesses that are affected by his by, offices, by his offices. Yeah. So only the businesses that are affected by Amazon. He employees. is being greedy. He's being fucking greedy as fuck. Yes. He's the richest person in the world. He could donate more. Although he employs a lot of my customers. Like, my, so my customer base is a little more higher end. Like I have like office employees. From Amazon, and yeah. I have office employees at Microsoft and office employees at um, like Facebook and Google, which is totally different than like Amazon <laughs> warehouse employees. Okay, so I know that here's my dilemma I know once this whole thing is over, like I'm going to have a client base and I'm going to be so busy. 
I just got to make it to that point. But a lot of these girls, like their client base, aren't that higher end, upper middle class person that still is getting a paycheck from home right now. Mm-hmm. So those girls, they, I mean, they don't even know if they're going to have clients when they come back because who knows if those clients can afford to get their hair cut by them. Yeah. And, and you in particular, you, you're a higher end haircut. Yeah. Yeah. Like you are a $45 haircut. So I'm $47, which is not that high. So as far as like the area goes, you are like a middle class for Seattle, for Seattle, I'm middle mid range, but I'm, I am suburbs of Seattle. So in the suburbs, I, for a men's haircut in the suburbs, I'm upper middle. I'm not super high priced, but I've seen more. (laughs) Really? Okay, the, Okay. so where do you live? The den of the unknown, where do you live? And yes, yeah, so pretty much the economy has crashed. Like right now, the economy has pretty much crashed here in, in Seattle. Like honestly, I have never, ever been able to go from where I live, which is about, um, I'd say 30 miles north of Seattle Tacoma Airport and get there in 40 minutes. No traffic. When there is no traffic anywhere, that tells you there's no one working. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like I have, I've never seen traffic like this. Like I, Mm-mm. like for the company that I work for, like travel is everything. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's nuts. And like even in like I. I've seen I've seen probably about let's see a sixty six percent drop off in my volume at my work from my personal. Your work was uh, part of the press conference today. Was it? Mm-hmm. I, I feel the same way. The rich keeps getting richer because they will be able to buy up everything. I feel the same way. Can I wish so right now? I wish that I were an employee so that I could take all of my savings and dump it in the stocks. Yeah. Don't do that, anybody. Like, unless you, like, have a financial advisor and you actually know what's going on. Like, just, that's not. I mean, but if you have the money to just be able to dump, like, right now is a good time to buy. And and that's what's fucked up. There's going to be a lot of millionaires buying right now that are going to make millions Mm -hmm. off Mm -hmm. this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Millions. Yeah. Well, the middle class, the upper middle class, the lower middle class, and the poor get fucked. Get fucked. And I would say that we are probably lower middle class. Uh, we're like poor. Well, I, I I'd say we're more middle class, like lower middle class. We're not like upper class. But anyway, no. I mean you're. We're but but we're also we live a different lifestyle. So like yes. our well before this shit happened, I would say like our cash in hand was a lot different than a lot of people. Like we have a lot of liquid cash. Yeah, our buying power was different. Yeah, our spending power. Our spending power. Our spending power now is like zero. Yeah, like our spending power is pretty high. You know, we don't have any kids. We don't plan on having any kids. We took. 
Disneyland vacations and this and that. Like our spending power is pretty high. Disney. But I'd still say we were probably middle class to lower middle class. Yeah. Well, we're definitely lower middle class for sure. Like our income. Um, all right. So we're um what's the vibe where you guys are? Yeah, for real. For real. Yep. So the the comment on the thread. Same as us, just freaking out. Um yeah, we definitely pay more than rich people pay. Oh, fucked up. Doesn't Boeing pay like no local taxes at all or state taxes because they Practically fuel no. our no. economy? Same with Amazon. People think this will go for a while. I think so too. Well, so so to the chat right now, do you feel like it? Maybe it's a good thing that this is happening. Maybe big businesses will maybe appreciate their their smaller conglomerates a little bit better and maybe people will like figure out maybe a little bit more of the value of money instead of like watching the kardashians and and just spending money on stupid shit and maybe they'll value a little bit more like do you feel like even though this is a big catastrophe like maybe people needed this you know You know, maybe people needed this to just kind of like, you know what? Maybe materialistic things like aren't as important as I used to think they were. Yeah. So, um, streets used to be filled with hundreds of cars. Yeah. Same. Do how many pay rent or bills? I mean, that's the reality of like ninety nine percent. And especially your area, like what what yeah. you're going through right now, like yeah, you don't have money to pay rent or bills. Dude, honestly, the only reason I even have a savings is because I wanted to be an independent business and I knew that if like I broke my leg or I got sick or you know, shit happened to my family, I'd need to cover my bills for a month or so. Yeah. Like that's the only reason we have a nest egg. And I literally we live we live as though we make fifteen dollars an hour. Like we pay our bills, we don't we have one car payment, that's mm. it. We don't have credit card debt, we like I Costco shop, I go to business Costco and vacuum seal beef. Like I'll spend an entire day, like cutting up, you know, roasts and cheese and, and yep. portion it all out. And then we make huge portions of things. And then I vacuum seal it. Like we live super frugal. And yeah. that's the only reason I'm able to make it right now. Yeah. Is we, we live a frugal life. And that's about it. Like, like that is what's keeping us together. Like, yeah. and I work two jobs. Like, let me tell you guys that too. Like, it's not like, like I work two jobs. So I work seven days a week. Yep. Or you did. I did. I'm unemployed. <laughs> You're unemployed right now. Hundred percent. Yep. Cheers to that. I'm about ready to do like a full fucking Facebook rant and tell people to stay the fuck home so I can go back to work. But I think that's what needs to happen. Honestly, like. Like I, I would consider myself a young person. I am thirty-three years old. I would consider consider myself young, but I am in the voice of being a sixty-five years old person and saying I'm staying the fucking side. And I think that's what everyone needs to do. Like young, yeah. old, middle age, everyone needs to stay inside. For three fucking weeks. Let's nope. just get through this all together so we could go to the beach together. We could go back to our restaurant so I could have my date with my fucking wife at Diamond Knot Brewery, have two good beers, 
So a plate of tachos and call it good. Well, here's the thing right now. I feel like we're dragging it out by not just shutting. Sorry. Shutting the fuck down. Yeah. Which is making it longer for like Mm. the restaurants and the tattoo shops and the hair salons and really anything but Amazon or the grocery store. (laughs) Let's just be honest. Um, it's just making it worse because we're dragging it out. We we need to just nip this in the ass and get it over with. We do. We definitely do. But, but that's the thing. Human nature is um, unless you're in prison, people aren't going to shelter. And then that's why this is going to take so long to get through. <laughs> I'm legit you know? like losing my mind. I feel like I'm bipolar. But you, you've been the best out of like so many people like We've even had friends trying to invite us over to their house and do this and that. Like, I've I've even tried to invite some of like like the original John Sandwich. I wanted to invite them over to my house this weekend, but my wife was like, "No, we got a social distance." That's why on the original John Sandwich show, you'll hear, you know, John and Eric on it. But on the live show, John and Mary are doing it. But like, fucking, you know, like the podcast isn't even happening except for you and I. I think because it is like truly affecting me personally. And I think until people are affected personally, they don't take it serious. Like our parents, my parents like weren't fucking listening. I, my stepdad's 75. He smokes a pack of cigarettes a day. And, uh, I was like, he drinks a case of Budweiser every like four days. I'm like, Hey man, like you can't go to the grocery store. Like you need to just stay home. I don't want you going out. I don't want you going to coffee. I don't want you doing nothing. And he's like, fine i'll just shut my door and close the blinds i'll hide under my bed but then once the first case was in their um county they started taking me seriously they did grocery delivery they haven't left their house and i i honestly truly think until people are affected personally they aren't gonna do anything i agree i don't i don't know like i'm just so upset like I know so many people losing their businesses, their livelihoods, their lives. Like they are worried about losing their houses for their kids. My own grandma is scared to leave her fucking house. She doesn't even go outside right now. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad and it's true because she should be afraid. I'm happy that she's not going yeah. outside. Like, no, but, but it's sad and true that that's the reality. Four weeks ago, we were in, in we were in Arizona. Yeah. And you were sick. Yeah. If that was right now, you wouldn't be allowed. No. You know? It's it's true. It's it's hard not to work. I hear you, man. Uh what did you do before all of this? And you're in the same boat. Like, yeah, okay, going and working at Amazon, that's fine, but that fifteen dollars an hour isn't gonna pay your fucking rent. No, it's not you worked in radio. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So there, your rent's not even going to be paid by a grocery job. Not that those jobs aren't great. And I am so appreciative for the people that work them. Yeah. And I'm glad that groceries are still open, but their job isn't going to pay my rent. I did. I did read this good study though. If you don't mind me. Yeah. Go for it. Like indulging. Um, For the time being, it is okay to get a job below your skill set no i agree and i probably you know. will be doing that oh shit do you mm. can you get unemployment you know just because like right now like 
That's good. I'm glad you're getting un- unemployment. Yeah, uh, you good. Know, it, it, it's we're out of time. That's good. I'm I'm glad you're getting unemployment. I'm glad you're working on it. We are in a time to where a lot of these jobs right now, Amazon, Walmart, Albertson, Safeway, grocery stores, they are all temporary. And I think the thing is, at least with someone like you, someone so social, mm-hmm. someone so uh, used to being interactive, mm-hmm. a job wouldn't be a bad thing. No, like I need it more for my mental health. Exactly. Anything. You know, and, and I think what people need to realize is like, it's okay to have a job underneath your skill set. Oh, I'm not, it's not beneath me. No, 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 no. I, I'm saying for everybody else that that yeah. that's listening right now. Yeah, like I'm fine going and getting you know, a job. I'm just like know. my point is, is it just still won't. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, it, it, like the thing is, is I, I it's not beneath me. Like I served for 14 years of my life. I don't fucking care where I work. I'll go be yeah. a janitor. That's fine with me. The point I'm trying to make is even those quote unquote essential jobs at the grocery store or Amazon. Like being in a place like New York, um, L.A., San Francisco, Seattle, that $15 an hour doesn't pay your rent. No, it doesn't. It does not. But in this time right now, at least it helps. Okay, so let's, so $15 an hour, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Let's say you work 40 hours a week. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, 16. It, that's only six hundred and forty dollars. Mm-hmm. With the new package, they get six hundred dollars a week. Might as well just stay home. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I'll probably go get a job because well, well, I can't mentally you, handle being trapped in my house. You're the type of person that needs a job. Like, I, I don't know. Well, I, I, I wasn't saying that. Like to be rude, I was saying that like some. Like people like Mary, they absolutely just cannot stay in their house. So what I'm saying temporarily, it's okay to go get a job below your skill set. Like obviously Mary's an educator. She's a full-blown cosmetologist, barber, you know, hair specialist, and all this stuff. And it's okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything beneath me. And yeah, if you fall down, you get back up. Like I think part of like the blow, especially in my inner industry, is like once you make it to independent as a hairstylist, like, so, oh, I think it's gonna be fucking bad. Um, so on the chat they asked, um, I hold on before we get any further. The dead and the unknown. Were you just quoting Batman right there? Because I'm pretty sure you were. Water we fall, so we learn to get back up again. Anyway, back to your saying. I love Batman. I love Batman too. Um, so how bad do we think we'll get Great Depression 2.0 uh, from from some studies and some econo- uh, e- economists that I've listened to um, they are saying that 2008 if you guys remember the 2008 recession I don't know if you guys know that so when the housing fall happened, uh, Mary and I were a part of that 2008 recession. Uh, They're saying that's going to be a cakewalk. Easy compared to our new economic situation, situation that's going to be going on right now. So do I feel like there's going to be a recession, Great Depression 2.0? Yes. Um, 
it, it, it's going to happen. Like, honestly, we are all sheltering in place. No one's spending money. No one's buying products. People are literally only buying the necessities right now. Yeah, people are buying only the necessities, and they're trying to stockpile as little money as they have in their savings. So, yes, will there be a recession? Fuck yeah, there will be. It's going to be bad. You know? I think part of what I'm, like, so fucking pissed off about, right, is, like, so we've been just saving our asses off so that we could buy a house, too. And I was like, like, this was going to be our year, and now for sure. Well, we're set back at least another year, maybe two years. Yeah, probably. I'm not mad about it, though. I'm not you mad know, about it either. I think we're going to fucking move. I'm going to be honest. I think we're going to move. Out of this place? Out of this house? Uh, just like... Out of the state? I say we crack open a beer and chill the hell out and wait. And wait out this bitch. You know yeah. what? I'm drinking a beer right now. The man. The unknown, guess what? I don't crack open beers. You know why? I'll give you two guesses and, and, and I'll let you type. Why do I not crack open beers? I'll give you a second. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking, I don't know. This shit. Here's the thing, you guys. I want to tell you this, too. Like, so I'm... Mary's going to keep talking. I am. Well, <laughs> one, once he fucking answers, I'll go back to it. Um, So I'm like a crazy person. So I was following the China freedom protests. And then, boom, coronavirus. So I've been following this shit since late December. Yeah. And, like, warning people, like, I'm fucking nuts. So, not nuts, but I'm definitely, like, into it. And, uh... So at this point, I'm like just exhausted and burnt out. Like I just need it to be gone. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I honestly, we were, we were following this pretty early. Like, like super early. Like super early. Like when Kobe died, I'm like, is anybody going to ask about fucking the virus? Yeah, exactly. Like in early January, I'm like, is it safe for me to fly? Yeah. You don't want to waste beer. Now, we have a kegerator that got made out of a mini fridge. I made it. Not got made. John Man made John it. John Man made it out of a mini fridge uh, that we inherited, actually, from Eric, yeah. who's not here. Um, so, yeah, we have a kegerator. It actually saves a lot of money. It actually does save a lot of money. Yeah. I'm going to not lie. That was a priority. We did we did go buy a fourth <laughs> keg of beer. We're like, yeah. all right, shit's hitting the fan. Let's go go out. Like if I'm gonna be stuck in yep. my house, I need some alcohol. Let's go get a silver keg. This shit's so tell me, I want the chat to tell me like what how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you need to be productive in your house? Are you feeling like you need to be creative? Are you feeling like it it definitely was you want another burger? Yeah. Um, so are All right, you guys, so I'm going to go get ourselves some more beer out of the kegerator. Uh, you and Mary will be uh, hosting the show right yeah. now. So you guys got to type and engage with me. Uh, are you guys feeling like you need to get the house clean? Are you feeling like you need to work on that project? Or are you feeling like, you know what? It's a fucking pandemic. I'm going to relax and just let it let it be. And yeah, no, it definitely was distracted by Kobe. I, I actually was in L.A. the day he died. I was at a huge um, conference. And uh, that night we drove into the city. I was technically in Long Beach. I don't know if you guys know the area at all. And they had the whole center lit up for him. It was actually really surreal to be there when it all went down. I actually, um, so I flew in 
shit, I think that Thursday, what day did the show start? I think that Thursday. It was Thursday or Friday. Um before and i was on the plane so he was on his way to a basketball tournament for underprivileged kids and the whole team was from seattle was on my plane and i sat next to a girl that was like just so excited and she's like even if i don't get to meet him um that uh it's so cool that i get to be a part of this tournament and he puts it on for these kids and i don't know all i can think about is that little girl sitting next to me be in there and then when we drove downtown it was pretty sad okay um i i don't know how to move the comments back up so i'll come back up to i promise um not getting cabin fever uh den of the unknown sorry it's kind of a small screen i'm not getting cabin fever like most people i'm used to being in my house i take care of my dad who was sick with stage four. Oh man i'm so sorry um well it can be emotional uh, i'm sorry man like My dad died of cancer, so I just I know how to have to take care of him, and there's nothing I can say or do to make it better. And you're a strong person for being able to do that, man. Like taking care of a parent with cancer—that's I don't know. I'll take this fucking coronavirus stuck in my house, not being able to pay my bills, over having to take care of a sick parent any fucking day for sure. Um, so my dad died when I was 23, he got cancer when I was 16 and my parents were divorced. So it was all on me. So I'm sorry, man. Thanks. It's comforting knowing someone knows what I'm, yeah, for sure, man. Like I get it. Cause you, it's frustrating, but it's also heart wrenching, but it's also like, you know, anytime they have to go in for treatment and then you're in that and oh my god right now it's probably gonna be so fucking bad because they're especially being in your area they're canceling all surgeries like you can't even get cancer treatment right now what are they in? uh he's in san fran right oh san fran maybe this i fucking i don't know can you scroll down because there was a comment i didn't see yeah like yep. can you Yep, I could scroll up. Okay, down. Okay, I'm not uh, not getting cabin fever like most people. That, that's what oh, yeah. I want to see. I'm used to being in my house. Oh, oh, okay. I thought that I missed something. Maybe not. Okay. Yeah. We're having to reteach my dad basic stuff. He taught me. Oh, shit, man. It's tough. It's tough. And I'm sorry, I dude. Like, I would way rather be going through Corona. I can't even imagine doing coronavirus and having to take care of your dad right now. No, I, uh, I met Mary on at the later stages of her, of her dad. Um, I know it was really rough for her. Um, yeah, it was tough, you know, like being in a relationship and I love Mary's dad a lot he was a he was a great guy but you know like from when mary was 16 and we got together when she was 20 so four years for four years when i was 19 i was 19 when we got together uh, were you 19 mm -hmm. oh yeah 
um, she was taking care of her dad and making sure that he was, you know, getting to the hospitals on time, um, going for checkups and, you know, lawyer meetings and stuff like being like in that situation. Um, it's a tough time, man. It is a very tough time. And just being a bystander, like honestly, being a bystander to my wife, it's tough. And I couldn't, I couldn't imagine being the person that is directly taking care, you know? So, um, cheers to you. And, uh, you know, I wish you all the luck in the world, man. I, I, I wish you all the luck and, and, you know, positive thoughts your way for sure. You know, because it's tough. That's one thing you can't do alone. And, you know, you know what I mean? That's one thing you can't do alone. So keep going at it. You know, Mary, Mary's been through it. She's crying right now. She, she can't hold her shit together, which is okay. You know, because that's one thing that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life, man. You know, forever and the rest of your life. And that's why this shelter in place ordinance is so fucking important. Because people in Mary's dad's age group and your dad's age group and our grandparents' age group. Underlying conditions. And underlying and conditions. Like, think about all those people that have cancer right now. That they can't even get treatments right they now. They can't even get treatments right now. And they're going to, they have a possibility to die. And they're not going to die. Their birth certificate or their, I'm sorry, their death certificate is not going to say coronavirus. It's going to say, this death of like some weird ear illness. No, it's because of coronavirus because they couldn't get the treatment they needed to have. But yet it is because of the coronavirus that they couldn't get that treatment or they have a weakened immune system. Yeah. So they died from the coronavirus. Like there's so many, that is why shelter in place is so fucking important. Keep your distance from people. Like, there's a lot of people that cannot get sick right now. And that's exactly. why Mary and I, we had plenty of opportunities to go to our friends' houses or yeah. uncles' houses. I got to have the, the other half of the John sandwich over here. No. Shelter in place. You know why? Because it is fucking important to do so. Because people that we care about could get sick and die. Just like that. Exactly. You know, so... You know, do what your state and your governor tells you to do. Fucking, I don't know if I want to go down politics road. You know what? Who cares what Trump's response to this is? Listen to your governor. Listen to your local government. If your local government tells you to stay indoors, only in essential business. No, Trump just extended everything. I think he fucking. Listen to your local government. I don't know. I, it's all about local government. Fuck, yep. You know, fuck what Trump says. Fuck what his task force, his task force has to say. Listen yeah. to your local Wait, government. Here's the deal. I'm in Washington State. I don't know if you guys have been following press conferences, but Trump's been attacking my governor. Yeah. He won't even take a call from my governor. And my governor was super stand up. He, you know, I didn't love him before. I'm going to be honest. I was part of a whole movement that like fought our governor last year. I'm not yeah. going to lie. He's not my favorite. I don't love all his bills, but damn it. He has stood up. He has taken care of my state. He's taken decisive action. 
he's made sure that he could do everything he could do. Yeah. Um, I mean, what was his tweet the other day? I, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Well, um, not right now. So it, it's really hard right now because I, so we, we were the first state and we didn't get, and this affects me directly. He would not approve disaster unemployment for small businesses for Washington state. Yeah. Till April, April 30th, which means I'm out of work until at least April 30th. I can't even, like, let me look at the date. So I can't even apply for that das- disaster uninsurance until so, yeah. so this is what our governor April said. 19th. Governor Jay Inslee said on Twitter, I'm not going to let personal attacks from the president distract me from what matters. Beating this virus and keeping Washingtonians healthy. That is what matters to him. And I, you know what? I fucking respect that because exactly. he has tried his hardest to keep the economy going and keep us healthy at the same time. He exactly. may be, he may be baby stepping this stuff. Which he, I uh, that I'm kind of mad at him right now, but know, it's it, just because I'm it's emotional. It's an up and down thing. It's an up and down thing. But you know what? His full interest is keeping Washingtonians healthy. Well, Trump's mad because we were the whistleblower state. Yep. We really, I mean, it's been in the U.S. for a minute, you guys. Like, I'm just gonna be honest because I've been following this forever. Um, we tested before we had approval from the FDA and that's how we found out it was in Washington state folks. So we were like the whistleblowers of the country. Well, we're the ones that said, Hey, like Washington state from the university of Washington had a test that was unregulated. And we tested and that's how we found it anyway. And that's how we found the coronavirus was here in the United States In the United States was because of our Washington State University of people saying, you know what? No, we're not going to go by FDA rules right now. We're going to test anyway. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. And that's how it came to be. It turns out, you know, and honestly, I think that that's why we're not getting hit as hard as, say, New York or San Francisco. I know yeah. you. I know San Francisco is getting hit hard, but it's, um, I, I think that's why, like, we took, serious measures right away i mean we were the first to cancel school my um the county i live in canceled school two weeks before our state canceled school and our state canceled school a week before the rest of the country canceled school that's why we don't have that much like in comparison to new york that's why we don't have them as many as many cases yeah yeah the makeshift morgues are happening they're they're using refrigerator trucks and you know, our local hospitals begging for people that can sew to make masks for them. That's how it is here, though, too. Um, Eric, the one of the parts of the John Sandwich show, he uh, drove by his old house. And his old house is pretty much the epicenter of what happens with the coronavirus here. And there's refrigerator cold trucks parked out there waiting pretty much to house house bodies man and it's sad it's sad there there's hospitals that are covered up in plastic white plastic so no one could see because of the coronavirus right now and it is empty streets man empty streets it's crazy you know we are living in unprecedented times right now that is my dog you know i love my dog 
you probably hear him on the on the stream. But you know, it's unprecedented. You know, we are living history right now. Living history. Because nothing like this in a hundred years has happened. And the thing that scares me the most is you don't want history to repeat itself. But when you have incompetence at the top level, what's going to stop you from, what's going to stop this from repeating itself? You know, we got to make great decisions right now. So maybe in a hundred years, they don't make the same mistakes we did. Exactly. Well, what was that show we watched last night? I encourage everybody to watch this, actually. It was quite informative. I think it was a Vox special. On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. What's up, Big Rick? You entered the live stream. What's up? It is a Mary and John man right now. <laughs> Big Rick. He's the Trump supporter. He is. Big Rick. Big Rick. Yep. So uh, we're doing things a little bit different, these guys. Or, or these days because uh, we are social distancing and we are um, we're we're taking our shelter in place seriously. So all of the you will not no, see I'm American John, supporter. <laughs> American supporter. I like that yeah. American supporter. Actually, Big Rick, I want to know what it's like where you're at, man. Like they're doing some crazy shit over there. Are you okay? Like you healthy? You're safe? So uh, it's fucked. Yeah. So everybody on the chat so big rick is in new jersey right long island long island um no new, new york. york new york he, well, but isn't long island new york pretty much i looked it up yeah long island okay yes. yeah what's it like are you guys you guys are totally locked down right so like, big rick is a big john sandwich supporter he pretty much is on every single live stream we love this guy he keeps us honest he keeps us honest. So, Big Rick, you own your own business. So, I wish you were on earlier, man, so you could talk shit with me here. Um, uh, are you getting fucked with the package, too? Like, I can't apply for three weeks for anything. I can't even get the SBA loan. How long have you guys been on? We've been on, like, an hour and a half. Um, But, hold on. I have so many questions for you. Can we just be friends? So that you can tell me what it's like there. So uh, to to the other chatters right now, Big Rick is a, a big supporter of the John Sandwich Show. Comes on every time. So feel free to uh, comment and interact with Big Rick. He would love to talk with you guys. Don't feel afraid. It's okay. You guys can banter back and forth. It is yeah. completely fine. Even though he's a mean guy, likes dirty people, he's so cool. <laughs> well, he doesn't like I don't know, Trump's dirty, pissing me off. Trump, big Rick, okay. Uh, I will remain. Rest oh, thank you, man. But for real, what's it like over there right now? I want to know what it's like, and I want to know how it's affecting your business. So, any anyway, uh, I don't know. Shit's real. Yeah, shit you know, is like, real. In my business, it hasn't really affected anything except for it's gotten a shit ton busier. Yeah, my business. I've been out of work for three weeks now. I work in logistics, and things are off the chain. Yeah. 
Yep. Oh yeah. So you're you're for sure out of work. So Big Rick said my my business is fucked. So um here's the problem I'm having, Big Rick. Um okay, so I'm a sole prop man so i obviously can't get unemployment which is fine like i made that i chose that risk um but now i'm supposed to be um it's supposed to be that i can get the federal unemployment but i can't apply for that for another three weeks i've already been off work for three weeks and then the only option for my business is is the sba loan but so if i take out that sba loan i have to pay that interest until the government turns it into a grant and I still have to make that payment. Are you kind of experiencing the same thing right now? Yeah. Am I just like stupid and don't know how to apply for this shit? Actually, I know I'm not stupid about it because Washington state sent out that thing. Um, what do you, what do you think of your governor? Do you feel like he's doing a good job? What What do you think? Honestly, man, I, I give big, big props to your government mm-hmm. but right now, man. He is trying his fucking hardest. Okay. Trying um, his fucking hardest to get get things going. Okay, I don't Okay, with all the social distancing thing, people are sucked. I think people will continue to social distance. Oh, for sure. I yep. think so too. Spooked, yeah. Spooked. Uh no, I think we are creating a country uh of germaphobes. You love the social distancing? Yeah, DOS. Ugh, there's I can't a lot of people that love it. it because there's a lot of people that already social distancing themselves already, yeah. and, they're, and they're just ready. Like they're like, man, I've been prepping for this time my whole life. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand that. I, you guys, I engage with between 100 and 150 people a week. Um, I haven't looked too much into the loan. To be honest, I want to has to come out of this with a little debt. Me too, man. That's why I haven't. Like we're living off savings right now. Yep. Yeah, we are. Cre- yeah, we are definitely creating a country of germaphobes. Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, it, you know, it is crazy. You know, maybe the social distancing is like a a little bit of a godsend because, you know, like people were getting in people's bubbles a little too much. I don't. So I spend my life in people's bubbles. So yeah. I do hair, and so I'm like I and I am a men's specialist. So. Yeah. Um, like I'm legit like trimming eyebrows up and people like I trim people's nose hairs and shit. Uh, <laughs> this will affect you that I, I so here's the deal is I think that people you trust, it's going to be fine. So the chat is talking to each other. So, oh. so, so just to let you know. The, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were talking to me. No, no. The chat is talking to each other, so that, so they will banter back and forth, and we'll read some stuff. Yeah. Um. So I so don't Mary, really take walk-ins in general. Anyway, sorry, I, I, I do I have a pretty this. established. Uh, Mary's a little bit new with the the live stream. She's a she's a read every single commenter, but she's not you used to people like. I am. Every in the chat. one of you guys are important to me, and I want yeah. to acknowledge that you're here listening to me. And I appreciate you tuning in so I could have some social oh, yeah. engagement. Mary's been isolated for way too long. Uh, I'm here for Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a sad face, Big Rick? I can't see that far. Looks like a happy face. Okay. Looks like a happy face to me. Big Rick, I want you to go see my girl that I follow on Instagram. She's in, I believe she's in Manhattan. You, you want to do that for me? Report back. Let me know how it went. 
Anyway, yeah, no more. Uh, Wait, hold on, we got grab. Yeah, grab. he's here for me. Yeah, his, 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 I his I read it. <laughs> <laughs> he's here for me. Uh, of course he is. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a shit. Um, yeah, so I have a pretty, pretty good. Uh, Grab <laughs> shocker. Uh, fucking damn it, you guys. Uh, it's MDA. MD. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up right now. John, you talk while I find this. Yeah. So uh, of course, yeah. Shocker. Big risk is catfishing. I don't know if he's ever catfished. Well, if he is, he's got me. He's got yeah, me for sure. He's like our Betty. <laughs> it's MDM underscore grooming. I don't uh, actually know her. I'm just a fan girl. To be honest, M-D-M. MD, like dog. So Mary Dog Mary, underscore, grooming. That on Instagram. Yeah, it's a, you do the at sign. Is it for Instagram? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that is what Mary's talking about right there. MDM grooming. Yeah. Apparently, Big Rick, go. I'm a fangirl of hers. I don't even know what you look like. Out. See, grab her by the pussy. Big Rick's just jelly because you're here for me. You know what? The only one that gets to grab her by the pussy every night is me. Who looks a little high maintenance for you? MDM grooming? I'm, yeah, she is. She's like $150 a haircut, man. Maybe that might be too high maintenance for you. It's too high maintenance for me. I'm not trying to judge. They're in New York. Yeah, totally different. If I was in New York, like my prices here would be the same in New York. $150 haircut. Well, maybe not quite. I my I need to raise my prices. I mean, but 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 tell these people what what you do, like as a service. Okay, so I cut hair. I'm a men's special. Oh my god, you were my favorite. Okay, grab him by the pussy. This is what you just crushed my heart. <laughs> Mary, I thought we, I thought you were gonna be my like biggest fan for a minute here. You just like crushed me. I want to cry. All right, Mary, tell tell the people what you do as a okay. So I'm in a private studio. Oh my god. Fuck. She just has a video on this. <laughs> Big Rick, I kind of want you to follow my ins- my Instagram so you can see me cutting John's hair. Um, so I'm in a private studio. It's just you and I, and then you get a shampoo before your haircut. Uh, a haircut and then you are gonna get taught how to style your hair assuming you have a style not just a buzz cut um and then obviously i'm your fucking counselor i actually want john to go get a barber just so he can bitch about me and then you get a shampoo after so and then you get a straight razor shave on the back of your head so yeah your first shampoo you get a hot a full face hot towel scalp massage then your haircut, then a neck shave, a straight razor neck shave on the back of your neck to get all the hairs off. Then I rinse you out, style you, send you home. Yeah. Sounds sounds pretty decent to me. Uh, Where's Los Gatos? Where's that at? I'm going to, will you just tell me so I don't have to look it up? She charges 150 bucks? What? What? Oh my God, tell me. Who is she? I might follow her. Yeah. Wait, are you, you're not the person in San Fran, because I was going to say, dude, if you're Painted Hair's brother. No, he he is a San Fran person. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay, hold on. 
fuck that happy ending for 12 bucks no way and i also don't say fuck to my customers either like most of my customers are like businessmen executives mm-hmm. okay uh santa cruz foothills where's that <laughs> you've been there mary you've been there on some of your uh my work trips your work trips yeah oh i might have even been in her salon what's the salon called So Big Rick, introduce yourself to everybody. Everybody, this is Big Rick. Grab him by the pussy. This is Big Rick. We got uh, a few listeners right now. Grab him by the pussy, Big Rick, and uh, and somebody else. Uh, no, that's like South San Jose. Um, I spent a lot of I spent a lot more time like Concord, Concord, excuse me, um, like Walnut Creek, San Fran, San Jose. Um, so just. I educate for a couple product lines as well. So, fuck my customers. I I hope you don't fuck your customers, man. I don't fuck my customers. I will. I will. Um, once I get back to work, because I'm laid off from that job as well. By the way, um, I'm grounded from flying. One five one now. One five one. Is it the now on there? Or it's just one five one. Is that her Insta handle? So uh, Mary right here, right here is definitely an Instagram whore, so she will definitely follow those Instagram peeps. So if you have an Instagram, uh, let's see. There's the Instagram handle right there, Mary. Dude, I need a bigger screen, for real. Man, this is 32 inches. What does that say? Uh, is it an L or a T? Fate and hair. Fate and hair. Okay, here, type it in my Instagram. 151. So I, can, I like to... Um, I'm a, like... I eat, breathe, sleep hair, folks. This is what I do with my and business. Um, yeah, I I will totally hit her up. I teach a lot of classes. Um, so my primarily teach on hair loss, and she was like, "Oh, sweet, okay, cool." Like I'll totally follow her. I'm glad she posts a lot of folded. Thunder, uh, thunder. Okay, I'm following right now. Santa Cruz, right, is what he said. Yeah. Okay, I'm following. She does look kind of familiar, though. Oh shit, she's a balayage specialist. Nice. Balayage is good. Good indeed. Sorry, I just got deep into that. So um, hey, I got a question for you guys. Are you guys drinking any beer right now? Because Mary and I we're drinking some good old fashioned mac and jacks straight from the John Sandwich Show keg. Cheers. Cheers. I'm about to get drunk and forget about my problems, folks. I'm going to be honest. I'm about ready to get drunk and forget about my problems, too. That's what I've been doing, like, the last three weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I've only drank once through this whole thing. No. You guys are going to be shocked at this. What? What? What are we shocked at? You quit drinking? Bullshit. Bullshit. No. No, come on. Yeah, I know that was a laugh out loud. Grab him by the pussy. Do you not drink either? Are, are, is Mary and I the only drinkers in this place? You guys, I just want you to know I'm not a heavy drinker, so. Says the girl that went over to my uncle's house and drank a few beers before she came over and hung out with me. When? Tuesday. 
Okay, first of all, we were not, I was not out just drinking beer. I was watching their children well, yeah, because both of them have essential jobs. <laughs> so you haven't quit drinking. You're just not a heavy drinker. I don't know. You guys, I'm struggling right now because I like, so my phone has been my social engagement right now i haven't looked at my phone so i like want to bounce out and look at it for just a second look at my i got some snapchats coming through some instagram lives yeah well so big wreck how much are you drinking these days and grabbing by the pussy you are sober like sober sober as in what is sober to you because sober to me it could be like four beers well, sober could mean you still smoke pot. Yeah. Like, what? Like what is sober? Oh. That's good. That's cool. All right. Good for you, ma'am. I appreciate that. Good for you. You know, um, everyone has their own demons. Agreed. You know, so. I could see how... That would be tough right now, to yeah. be honest. I would, I'm trying not to use it as a coping mechanism. And that's why I've only drank. Literally, this is the second time in three weeks I've had a beer. Joy Talks, what's up? Yeah, you know, it's tough, man. Hey, if you're an alcoholic, I love you for staying sober, man. Good on you. Mm -hmm. Good on you, Big Rick. Good on you for not drinking as much these okay. days. The, I mean this like with love and not asshole. So I have a friend that's an alcoholic and he's been sober for a lot of years mm -hmm. and he posted this meme i hope you find this funny but he posted this meme that he never imagined that his hands would consume more alcohol than his mouth if you yep. don't get it i'll explain it <laughs> you don't think it's funny i thought that shit was so funny it's so dark in this room what are you talking about it's dark in this room oh because we don't have like a thing going like a video Maybe because uh, just... thank you for getting it. Yeah, I thought it was so fun. I love like dad jokes. I think they're funny. And there's a naked Are you just a troll? Naked clown standing behind me. Well, good for you, Joy Talks. Naked clown. Good for you. I don't think that's dark. No. Listen, I okay, so this is jo the John Salmon show. Normally there's other people for the, the new joiners. I'm normally not on here. Um, I'm just got nothing else to do. It's okay to joke. We love jokes around here. Yeah, you can joke. We anyway, are a comedy channel. I don't know how God's to podcast. Sake. They just let me like come in and fucking talk and bullshit. But I like engaging with you all on the chat. Like, I love people. I love talking to everybody. So, anyway, big Rick, are you gonna go see my girl? I need to know. Need to know. Need to know. Uh, Joy Talks, how you feeling about coronavirus? Yes, we are. Uh, and where are you located? What state? Just give us a state. You don't yeah. gotta give us like anything aside from that. I know people like their privacy, but I want to know where you're at, what you're feeling, how is it going? Doesn't that flatter? Is yeah, flatter. She has nothing better to do than hang out with us. Of course it flatters us. Of course I would have nothing more than 
Okay, first of all, Big Rick, you know that I come in all the fucking time. Like, they call it the Murphy Minute. I am on the John Sandwich show randomly. I just normally travel a ton. Like, so you guys, I literally, like, I'm normally in my salon Thursday through Sunday, and then I travel Monday through Wednesday. So it's not like I have tons of time to come be on the podcast. Fuck COVID-19. I wanted zombies. I'm pissed, man. I'm just breaking both. Listen, here's the deal about zombies. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of glad it's a virus because I always said if it, like, okay, I grew up in Idaho. Like, redneck fucking Idaho. Like, I know how to shoot a gun. I know how to fish. I know how to hunt deer. All of that shit. But she is blind as fuck. Blind or blonde? Blind. Blind. Okay, because it's both. Um, (laughs) Well, yeah, you're blonde as fuck, too. (laughs) Anyway, like, for zombies, I I have always fucking said this. I'm like, if zombies come, I'm going to throw up my hands and let them take me. And I'm the the one that's like, no. You know, just as long as I have enough contacts to keep Mary alive, I'm good. Okay, but here's the deal. John's shot a gun like twice in his entire life. Twice that you've seen. How many times have you shot a gun? A lot. A lot. You know how many rats I've killed? Okay, that's an airsoft, first of all. No, it's a 22. All right. Zombies would would be funner. It'd give us a better story. Yeah. But I really feel like we're like more hunger games right now. A 20. I know. I know. Hey, I've shot a 357, a 44, a 40 six. John's trying to be cool right now. No, folks. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm just I'm just telling you what I've what I've shot. Is the best. I have a pink Henry 22 if you guys actually know guns. Maybe I shouldn't be broadcasting I mean, that. Actually. You shoot people in the head, it's still the same, right? If it were a zombies, I would wish my ex would become a Yeah, let the fun begin. Yeah. I mean, a 22 is a 22. You shoot someone in the head, it's still going to hurt. That's it, I I'm mean, saying. I'm going to aim for the eyeball, but that's me. It, it really you. is actually Thank the you. 22s are the ideal Thank survival you. gun. If I'm going to be, maybe I shouldn't be letting this out just in case. Um, you, what can you hide in your shoe? You can't hide a 22 in your shoe. At least not the one I have. Maybe an airsoft. Maybe, I don't know. Mine's like mm-hmm. a rifle. So, uh, so the the gun that we used to shoot from a person that used to be named after a recreational vehicle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, got it. I'm following. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got it. Twenty two. It was silenced. Okay. Yeah, yeah. silenced twenty two. Real bullets. So that, that, I think the thing is, you just have to silence everything. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> John. I get it now. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> All right, chat. All right. Give me something good. This guy over here thinks he's being all sly. <laughs> I am being sly. Who entered? You can hide it in your shoe. What can you hide in your shoe, grab by the pussy? Yeah, I'm kind of confused. I could hide a knife in my shoe, but I can't like throw knives very good to be honest. I can't do anything out of my shoe like that. I'd have to take off the shoe first. Yeah. You know, like, honestly, if like the zombie apocalypse ever happened, we'd grab our guns, grab our dog, get in my Jeep, make it halfway there before we had to make a gas station stop. Yeah, I definitely have to shoot somebody to get gas. 
Yeah, because my my Jeep gets terrible gas mileage. We'd probably have, like we'd probably break it down on the way there. Honestly, I'd probably take the bug. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hey guys, I drive a Volkswagen yeah. bug. To be quite honest, <laughs> we take the bug as much as I'd like to be a manly man and be like, oh, we're taking the Jeep. I'd probably take the bug. It gets great gas mileage. And there's so many open roads right now, you know? It, it, it really, uh, Ruger, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down. I'm down for a Ruger. I don't have one. But I have a twenty four. The only two guns you need is a handgun for personal protection and your shotgun for home protection, right? Uh, I don't know. I have differencing opinions. I mean, if you want a rifle, yeah, so. it does break into two pieces. That is a thing. Um, I don't know, you guys. I'm gonna sound so white trash right now, but it's all right, white white <laughs> trash, classy. Well, I made myself Cheers. classy. I came from white class Cheers. and I've become classy. Cheers. I grew up in the type of environment that my dad like slept with a gun under his pillow. So, yeah. I mean, we do come from Southeast Idaho. Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious. Like, don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably that same way. Anyway, folks, I need to know. I need to know how everybody's holding up. You guys about ready to lose your mind? You're happy? I know that. There was somebody on here that was like super happy about this social distancing. Clearly an introvert. I'm an extrovert, so. Or introvert. Yeah. Big Rick, are you under 24-hour lockdown? I don't get as much out as much anymore. Yeah, because you're on lockdown, right? Didn't they just put, um, fuck, what's it called? Uh, They put restrictions on your guys' travel, right? Honestly, I don't think if he's from New York, he can't do much of shit anymore. He's in Long Island. I don't know if that's part of it. I think it's uh, New York proper, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Connecticut. So I think he's fine. That's cool. Mean for the what? What does that mean? Election. (laughs) We're fucked. That's what it means. Yeah, that's pretty much what it means. Is it New York proper, though? Because it's, like, different zip codes and shit, so I didn't know if it was, like, different counties. Yeah, you know, I don't know what this means for the election, because I know Ohio canceled its primaries. I'm sure New York will cancel its primaries, and Biden will just walk in as Democratic nominee. Which sucks. Honestly, I want somebody other than a rich white guy. Rich, old white guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, come on. Like, Bernie Sanders is Bernie Sanders. Why can't but... Bill Gates run? Because he's too rich. I would love Bill Gates. I would well, love... Well, because yeah. I, I think that would take away from his philanthropy. Philanthropy? Philanthropy? Yeah. Um. Honestly, you guys, like, I wish a normal Joe Schmo... Bill Gates is the world. Well, no, he said is the worst. The worst, dude. He's doing so much for our community right now. To be honest, at least our community over here. Yeah. Um, like he's done a ton for our community. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Check that shit out. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I actually, I would love. 
I don't know. I think I would love like a random, like normal citizen to run. I don't know. Like people, like middle class no, America. I want, I want an innovator. I want someone like Elon Musk to be the president. Someone, I don't know. He's so, a little out there. Yeah. You know, but he's so science driven. I want someone like Elon Musk. Like po- politics one. aside, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Like I have customers I'd like to run. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Bill Gates. Bill Gates did not create the coronavirus. He's been fucking warning. You can look at documentaries as far as five years back. He's been wor- warning the world that this would take over and that this would happen. It's, he's not he's doing too much for our, at least our community and then trying mm-hmm. to get the testing out and stopping it he's been like tr- I mean I know he's a rich old guy but um, not that old yeah I don't know I don't even know who would be good I just want like an honest empathetic like person has anybody watched what's that fucking show we watched I don't know I watch a lot of fucking shows. Brooklyn Nine-Nine? No, with the president. <laughs> she the guy came, became president. She and snapped me. I did just snap you. Uh, no, we watched like the whole thing. The guy became president because they blew up the Capitol. And... Oh, Last Man Standing. Last Man Standing. I want that kind of president. Yeah. Helping little colored children in Africa. Whoa. 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 Too far. Well, he is helping the, the little colored children in Africa. He is doing that. Whoa. I mean, he he is worth 160-something billion dollars, you know? Like, he could help a little bit of everybody. Yeah, at least he's not Jeff Benzos asking for fucking donations on GoFundMe. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, you're right. Bill Gates probably isn't it. You know, he's... Yeah. He is what he is. He's a good philanthropist. A philanthropist. Yeah, I, I can't say that word. He is a philanthropist. Now you're there fucking you. me up. I don't know. I actually, I don't know. Anyway, don't say fucking colored children in Africa. That's not okay, man. Not okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. Sorry, I like but a you John. Did. Anyway, it, is it was a joke, it is and okay. it's okay. I will look this up. 201. Event 201. I think we might have just actually watched a documentary on that, if I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah. Are you the same guy last week that like kept harassing my wife over like some YouTube channel? Yeah, I looked that <laughs> up, by the way, if you are there. Event 21? Is that what it was? No, it was Event 21. I wrote it all that. <laughs> okay, I think you guys, I don't, I'm like a total conspiracy. What was it? Uh, I think it's like Event Twenty One is what it was. Is the I put it in my notes. It's this uh, last week. This guy was like harassing Mary over it. Yeah, because I'm like out there. I like believe in aliens and shit, which is fine, you know. But this is why we can't have fucking aliens. Look at everybody buying toilet paper. It's like, how about the people that are calm and level headed know about aliens? Like, if you're out there and you know aliens exist, fucking come get me and take me to meet them. Yeah. I will tell everybody about it though. That's why we can't have aliens because people fucking panic and buy toilet paper. Can you imagine like the first time a Vulcan comes and like celebrates our race? They'll be like, oh my God, we need to buy toilet paper. We need to buy like fucking all the salt in the world. 
yeah, event 21. People have diarrhea. I mean, occasionally, if you drink too much or if you have the flu, yeah, we have a diarrhea. I know he did say 201, but remember last time I was on? You probably don't remember. Well, he stopped drinking, so he might remember now. Okay. The last time that I was actually on the podcast, I've had a few since I was on last time, but last time I was on, this kid was like, flipping out at me to watch like to watch this thing and he wanted to like me to watch it right then and it's like a 35 minute youtube video yeah that was pretty funny though i don't know why they wanted to buy tons of toilet paper honestly like i didn't buy toilet paper and now i'm like kind of panicked that we're not gonna have enough toilet paper because i'm legit trying not to go out i mean i only poop twice a day i mean it's the women they have to use toilet paper every yeah. single time. I don't know. I'm like really nilly with my toilet paper too. I just like use a ton of it. I don't mm. know. Are you guys rationing toilet paper? Is there toilet paper storage where you are? You just answered your own question. I don't understand what you're saying. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. All right, you guys. We have eight minutes until we gotta, right? Yeah. Sure. Isn't that what it means? Doesn't it pick you off in eight minutes? It used to. I don't know if it does anymore. Oh, it might to just be quite keep honest. Going. Yeah, it might just keep going. All right, we'll find out if we get cut off in seven minutes. Now you guys will know why. It's because Mary got hammered. She can't talk anymore. I know, but listen, do we got it? We we're gonna have chicken parmesan for dinner. What are y'all having for dinner? Yeah, we are having chicken parmesan. Do you need anything for that? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a breaded chicken parmesan with a little bit of cheese. I'm going to fry that shit <laughs> and then make an Alfredo sauce with a red sauce on top of the chicken. You're going to make Alfredo sauce? Yeah. Fuck yeah. You guys, uh, I don't know if you guys know this. <laughs> John is like a gourmet cook. I can't cook for shit. We, when it's my night to cook, which is Monday through Friday right now because I'm a fucking housewife, my worst nightmare ever. Turns out the only thing I'm good at is making money. Anyway, when it's my night to cook, we have frozen pizza and like tater nut casserole. And John's over here making Alfredo sauce from scratch. Alfredo sauce. Wait, you didn't say the whole thing with chicken parmigiana. Well, I mean, and a, a really good rustic red sauce. Listen, do you have everything you need for that? Yeah, I already checked. Okay. Mary's about ready to cut off this podcast so she goes eat food. fucking food. She's like, <laughs> I'm ready for this food. She's like, fuck this podcast. I was just here because we weren't getting fed. Now that I know that I'm getting fed, fuck this shit. Fuck coronavirus. Yeah. Feed me. Uh, <laughs> okay, I mean, I may say Shamra? this. Shamra? Is it Shamra? Okay, What's you guys, up? the screen's like far away from me. Sometimes I wish there was video so you guys could see like how far I am from the screen. And how fucked up your hair is. Her hair is like over, like, it's a bun. Yeah. yeah, a little bunny. I guess. I guess you could say that. Nice to meet you too. Um, we are about, I don't know, five minutes away from cutting Getting this off. Getting kicked out. Yeah. yeah. Where Where are you at? Is Shamra? Sharon? Shamra. Shamra. <gasps> Shamra. My best friend's mom's name Shamra. Are you my best friend's mom? Could be. Do you live in San Diego? Yeah. Are you in uh, Escondido? We are from the We're in great Washington. Pacific Northwest of Washington. I don't want to say names just in case. Well, it's John and Mary. Wait, 
Yeah, I mean, you know us. <laughs> if you're Because we're John and Mary, and we go together like doobity-boopity. Okay, listen, look at the picture on the far left. Do you recognize that person? Because I'm. if it were her mom. There's not a lot of shammers out there, but. No. Like, if that were her mom, she wouldn't recognize your picture. Yeah, I bet. I don't know. Uh, where where are you at, Shamra? Where are you from? Like, give me a state. Don't give me, like, specifics. And I want to know what the vibe is like. Well, I guess I only have five minutes. I can't, like, keep engaging. Huh? India? India? What's like, it like there right now? Is it it's insane? It's like complete lockdown right now. Is India in complete lockdown? I need to know. Sinister Breed, what's up? Wait, he came back. He left us and then came back. Yep. People do that. Um, I like India. I actually, so I have a couple Indian clients and it's real. I really like, um, I haven't been there, but I do want to go see. And uh, I like the culture I've done. I've done like hair and makeup for Indian wedding before. And I think it's cool. Um, they're. Um, I know it's like divided as a country that you have like North and South and there's certain practices in the North and certain practices in the South. So I'm not going to say my preference, but not that I have a preference, but my customers are both from a specific area. So that's like all I know as far as culturally, I think that's really cool. I think um, like that you guys really hold on to your heritage, which is a cool thing. Tradition. Yeah. Like I love the yeah. tradition. I love the jewelry. I love the henna. I love, the like three day weddings and the long funerals and you know the real uh family unitness and I love um the community that you have inside of your family. Do you get a beating if you go outside? No, we don't get anything. Plus I love India's food. Well we we have not traveled to India. No, we want to though. We want to because I am a foodie. This 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 guy right here is a foodie. I love food, and what I think connects the whole world together it's is food. food. Uh, grab her, play the pussy. We don't get a beating if we go outside. Like we can go outside. I just am really trying to do my part so I can go back to work. Is really what it is, to be honest. Um. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I do you. I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. Are you guys talking to each other? Or are you guys talking to me? Yep. But anyway, we're going to do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All right, you guys. So this is usually the ending of our podcast. We're going to talk about, I don't know, probably about two more minutes. Yeah. Shamra, thanks for joining the podcast. Shamra, I want to know what it's like in India right now. Like, this is how I feel like I actually know. I can't trust the media, and I feel like... You need to talk to the people. I need to talk to the people. I need to know. This is honestly, like, therapeutic for me, talking about all these people from parts of our country and around the world, and I want to know what it's like. I want to know how you're feeling, where you're at, and the vibe, and how bad it is, you know? Good news. You could follow us on... The John Sandwich Show at Twitter. Follow Studio Ten Salons on Instagram. No. Well, it's it's in there now. Mm. But um, we're going to be doing this a little bit more. Honestly, since the quarantine and the the shelter in place, we're going to be posting a lot more content. 
And Mary and I, we're going to be doing a lot more live shows. Like just us. Not, I want to be like John Sandwich. We want them to be here, but yeah, we're trying obviously. to follow the rules. So it'll yeah. probably be just John and I for all, a minute. All the, all the live shows will just be John, Man, and Mary. Yeah. Which that's what you've heard today. So exactly. But we're going to go cook some food because we love food. Fuck yeah. All right. We're getting kicked off in 15. 10. Well, well I, I, I fucked it up. After this song, so just go, just let you guys know. Do you use Facebook? Yes. Do you have a Facebook? No. John Sandwich doesn't. The John Sandwich show does not have Facebook. But at uh, John Man does. I don't have a Facebook. Well, I don't have a Facebook. Does John Sandwich? Do you no. have Instagram? Put the Instagram in. Yeah, you? yeah. Put your Instagram in there if you have one. Use Facebook. We do not use Facebook yet. Put your handle in. So, sorry, I'm super private about my personal stuff. Like, I don't even let my customers look at my, uh, like, my personal Facebook. Yep. Um, but Shamra, we will uh, you just just follow our podcast page right here, and um, hopefully get notified every time we go live. You know, there's uh Mary and I, and then a couple other dudes. Yeah, so it's normally two other dudes and John. So it's yeah. called the John Sandwich. There's two Johns, and uh, yeah. uh, I'm nor I kind of come in and out once in a while. Yeah. Like I'm probably like once a month. Yeah, I come in. But anyway, so this is what we're making for dinner tonight, guys. I'm going to make a pasta alfredo sauce with a chicken parmesan with a red sauce. So I'm going to put the red sauce over the top. Love you guys. Have a good night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.